Jeremy Darrick, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. As Chief Executive of B Sky B, you started your seminar in leadership by talking about it being a brave year to be an MBA student. Why is that? Well, I think generally this is going to be a very tough year for the UK, I think, as we move through the election. We know that there are big questions around the economy that need to be addressed and will be addressed over the course of the next 12 months. And I think, therefore, any any individual or any business that is approaching a year like this year and saying, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm going to step out of perhaps a secure job, I'm going to invest in myself for the long term and in a belief that I can be successful and do better as a consequence of that. I think that's a very good decision, um, but I also think it's, uh, it's a brave decision, and often it's easier, I think, in times like, uh, like we see the, like, like today to simply hunker down and say, you know what, I'll not take those decisions. Um, but ultimately, the people who succeed are the people who are brave and are willing to take a risk. And that fits in with your agenda of, of B Sky B, of being a change company, because you would want to recruit those brave students. Absolutely. You know, we are we're a business that was um, almost through the entirety of our history has been a business that's uh, not been afraid of big challenges and, uh, and, and big questions. It's always, I think, had an eye to the long term and has had this core belief uh, in renewal and perpetual improvement, the idea that businesses, if they're going to be successful over time, constantly need to move on uh, and to invest for the long term. And so one of, the, one of the things that we think a lot about is how do we create the workforce, how do we develop the culture and the environment uh, that supports that as opposed to holds it back or restricts it. So you'd want to take on those students, in a way, that have invested in themselves and had the confidence to invest in themselves when others may not have done in times of downturn. Uh, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. You know, in, a, in an organisation of our, our size, we've, um, uh, we've got around 17,000 people in Sky today. You know, there is a huge um, burden of, uh, of, of sort of self-improvement and self-starting in people. The people who are most successful in Sky don't hang around so much and wait to be directed. What they do is they understand the direction of the company and then they think, what's the role that they can play and what, what can they do uh, to contribute and add to that? And it would be not surprising to, to then, you know, you know, then to see that it's those sorts of individuals that we want to attract. And I think the sorts of people who are in uh, you know, this business school uh, are exemplars of that approach. And if we cast our minds back, the industry, the media industry, wasn't always like that, wasn't it? From the 1950s up until about the 1990s, actually it was a regulated industry with just four channels. There wasn't much movement. That's exactly right. You know, it's it sometimes when you, you cast your mind back just 20 years, it seems almost impossible that there was only four channels in the, in the UK, but that was, uh, that was the case. Uh, and very, very little, little choice. Um, you know, a smattering of films, very little sport, um, essentially, you know, one, one major news organisation. So this was an industry that was um, quite resistant to change, as you say, was very heavily regulated. Uh, and I think it was largely internally focused. It often was, was too interested in terms of, you know, the, the intricacies of, of the media world as opposed to, you know, what consumers wanted, which was an increasing breadth of choice uh, and, and, and the, the simple idea that consumers were very happy to pay a fair choice for better TV. And that's what you said 
that change isn't an option now because the consumers won't let you stand still. We've had an internet revolution. Uh, signing up the sports deals is ever more competitive for a channel like B Sky B, but it's consumer-led. We're very clear at Sky that uh, consumers call the shots, and you know if if uh, if we are directed by one thing, we are directed by our customers and what they what they want. And I think you're right. I think the days are long behind us where consumers will, satis- will, will be satisfied with second best. So I think, therefore, if you think about a business and how do you um, set out your course as a business, it's very important that you recognize uh, that fact, and it's very important, I think, that you, that you sort of you go with that as opposed to go, go against it. I'm very clear at Sky, if we stop changing, we stop improving, then somebody else will come in, and they will be successful where we once were. So we have to, we have to keep improving. We constantly have to orientate ourselves around our customers and what it is that they want because ultimately we 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 never lose sight of the fact that a customer at the sky always has a choice as to whether they want to take our service or not one of the responsibilities you talked about as a ceo was what ideas to invest in how to encourage and motivate your staff to be innovative within this change environment you talked about sky's terrible idea of the gnome but then you also said that as a chief financial officer you took a different view and weren't quite as liberal with new ideas as you are as a chief executive officer. I think that's one of the key differences in, in terms of the two, two roles. I often uh, 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 used to think when I was a CFO and when I, I look at uh, uh, our current CFO that you know, many of the, the problems and challenges of the business you know, fall, on his, fall on his plate. And so your role sometimes as CFO is really holding the business to account, uh, oftentimes you know, saying no to things. Uh, whereas I think as a CEO, um, the environment that we want to create is a bit different to that. You really want to try and stretch and encourage people. Um, you want to give people uh, a lot of freedom to learn. Uh, sometimes that means allowing, allowing uh, uh, people to pursue ideas that they have, even if you think that the chances of success actually are relatively small. Uh, sometimes you're right, sometimes people, you know, you're wrong and, and, and you learn something yourself on those days. So I think the role of CEO and CFO is, uh, uh, is in, that, in that respect really uh, quite different. But that's why together as a pairing, you know, they, I think all of the, you know, the very successful co- companies at their top have got a very, very tight relationship between the CEO and CFO because they're highly complementary jobs. And B-Sky B employs 17,000 people. You said that you're the 14th biggest taxpayer. You know, is that a heavy responsibility on your shoulders? Do you wake up in the morning and think, well, if I don't think of the next advance, if I don't keep us at the top, you know, these people won't be employed? Well, we're certainly a, uh, we're a, we're a, a big organisation, and I'm constantly reminded that uh, you know, our footprint really is right across the UK and Ireland now, uh, and we are a business of real size. I think the good thing about having 17,000 people is that there are 17,000 imaginations. So you don't need to solve every problem yourself. Uh, And there are a lot of people, if you can create the right culture, who have got a huge appetite uh, to do more and are incredibly talented. So um, 17,000 is a lot of friends. But ethical purchasing and environmental footprints, they're very much things that you, as a modern change company are taking on board because again that's what your consumers want and that's particularly what younger consumers are looking for they're becoming more discerning in what they purchase and who they purchase it from i think that's absolutely right you're one of the key trends i think we've seen 
certainly over the last 10 years, is that increasingly customers want to know that they can trust brands that they, um, that they do business with. And I think that will be a, a durable trend that will not change. And so businesses uh, who understand that and who uh, uh, organize around the customers, but importantly, want to make and have a broader contribution, um, not, just to, um, not just around the narrowness of their business operations, but around the issues that are relevant to them and their customer base, that, that are constantly focused on the environments and communities, communities in which they work. Those are the businesses that long-term, I think, will secure a commercial advantage because they'll build businesses and brands that people trust. And when people trust brands, they are more willing to place more of their business uh, with you over time. And is that difficult to, to keep all those 17,000 imaginations? You've clearly got a, a management structure, but you have to be capable of what this seminar series is called leadership. It can sometimes be a roller coaster business, mm-hmm. can't it? Being at the top, your salary uh, gets criticised, um, there are setbacks in terms of what Ofcom is allowing, bad decisions, good decisions. You know, how do you keep yourself motivated to keep others motivated too? Well, one of the great things about Sky is that almost you know, every day when I come into work, you know, I know it's going to be interesting. Um, some days uh, it's difficult. Uh, some days we do things that uh, you know, make you a little nervous. Um, but every day you know that there's going to be you know, a new challenge, uh, more to do. And I think the, the reason for that is that we have managed to maintain and hold on to this appetite of improvement. So Sky is not a static organization in any sense. Uh, this is a business that's constantly restless uh, and on the move. Now, my job as uh, CEO, you said it, is not you know, to take every decision or to manage all of those 17,000 people uh, you know, in terms of the minutiae. Uh, it's actually to lead the business, to set a direction for it, uh, to participate in development of solutions and ideas, and hopefully to enable the business um, to uh, be more successful. And that makes it an incredibly motivating place to work and a, you know, a real privilege to lead. So the good news is, is that I come into work you know, every day you know, with a spring in my step because I know every day is going to be different. But just finally, that process of constant improvement and change, a CEO of B-Sky-B, a, a company that's listening to it, its consumers, isn't it an awesome task with the internet, with the iPhone, to just think where the market is going next? Yes, and I think if you think about that, I think it's um, uh, trying to define in this marketplace, which has got so much change, sort of single point outcomes is a pretty fruitless task. Uh, more, I think it's about trying to understand the sort of shifting plates of the marketplace and then think about how do we position the business to get exposure to areas that we think may grow uh, and, uh, and to have less, less exposure to areas that, that are in decline. Uh, and then I think always to be, uh, to be testing yourself and to be open to new possibilities. And I think if you can do that, what you'll do over time is you'll, is you'll put the business in the right areas uh, and you can progressively improve as you move forward, as opposed to you know, pacing a bet today that uh, the media market 10 years from now is going to be in a certain shape or form, because I don't think anybody uh, can predict that with much confidence. So you're on that big wheel and you're going round with it. We are, yes. And it's going around you know, ever faster. And I think you've got to view that as uh, just a great opportunity and a great ride. And that's what we do at Sky. Jeremy Derrick, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. Uh, we hope those brave MBA um, students uh, will take advantage of all the tips you've given them in this leadership seminar lecture.
Thank you for having me.